means anything. I'll take your word for it, I guess. <laughs> What's the option? Just what you do all the other times. You are a fucking liar. There's no way that happened. Mm. What's going on? How you doing? We're live, kind of. I'm doing okay. Just uh, getting back into the work week here. But hey, I always look forward to looking at comics on Monday night. I know, dude. Why is... I have such problems with social media. I don't want to say it's my age. It's definitely your age. <laughs> I have such problems. Uh, this is the pre-show, everybody, where we talk about what we're going to do on the show. My favorite show of the week, the preview show. We're going to talk about every new comic coming out. Maybe not all of them, but a lot of them. All the good ones. Let me close this stupid window because my dog barks at the breeze so ian everybody be careful hunker down in tampa yeah it looks like it's gonna cover pretty much the whole coast of uh florida there if i can just be my usual self i'm really pissed because the only other person on my team this week lives in tampa so i'm probably gonna be all by myself at work you're the, you're the so real I, victim here i'm yeah. the real victim here you get the hurricane snacks i need some hurricane snacks uh, what else is going on? Uh, oh, a bunch of new Wakanda Forever images come out, you know? Yeah, looking at that <laughs> sweet headdress that Namor's got oh, there. Oh, it's rad, know? dude. People still whining about the things people whine about with this movie. Fuck them, but um, I get that's some a, of it. That's, I get that's kind of sneaking it. up on me here. Um, it is. It's, it's it coming really out is. Um, a little over a month from now. Mm-hmm. Also, a little bit of Werewolf by Night news. We know we're definitely waiting on that little Halloween special. It's getting uh, good reviews from what I hear. It is. I've heard good reviews, too. So, yeah, that's really it. Anything else? Anything else going on? Nothing? Something? Can't think of anything that we didn't already talk about yesterday. Yeah, so everybody hunker down. Be careful for the hurricane. The great thing about hurricanes is you can just get the hell out of the way. You know That is true. Um, If you got money, of course. It's hard to, if you're not in a position where you can just like, you know, leave all your stuff behind, you know, that would be a problem for me. It's easy to get out of the way relatively. Uh, Now I have worked disaster damage in the past, right? And the thing to do, get airtight boxes and just put all your shit in airtight boxes and leave them in a closet in your house. And even if your house fills up with water, those boxes will just float along with the water and then they'll settle down and all your stuff will be good. But Again, you got to have money to buy, you know, airtight, watertight boxes. And who has money for that? And then you got to have a place to put it. Ah, let's talk about comics. <laughs> definitely tangent. Oh, maybe those were some good tips. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're not bad tips, but it was definitely a tangent. Yeah. That we didn't need. That's right. Oh, actually, yeah, that's a bit of thing we haven't discussed yet. Uh, James Earl Jones is officially retiring as the voice of Darth Vader. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. You know, I am. I mean, he is... He's up there in years. You know, if you don't want to deal with it anymore, good for him. Yeah. He's lending his voice to AI. Oh, Lord. I have heard terrible arguments for that as well. Uh, greetings, geeks. Welcome back. It's another episode of this Comics out where he agrees. Comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show. The Gomer and Taylor Hour. We're talking about all the new comics coming out this week, but on the James Earl Jones thing. Uh, in the same sort of conversation that people are having about AI doing art, people are having problems with James Earl Jones handing his voice over to AI 
to do the voice of Darth Vader. Uh, like someone else should get that. And I, I'm of two schools of thought there. Like, man, that's a timeless thing. That's like a really famous thing. If we have the technology where we can yeah. reproduce that, I mean, pitch I can see it, but it is. But... We're getting into this uncanny valley shit, you know, which uncanny Star Wars valley. is already. Um delving into you know resurrecting uh peter sellers and everything to be grand moff tarkin again and, and even a young luke mark hamill yeah even around, young luke yeah you know um, but sebastian stan looks just like that motherfucker sebastian stan could definitely pull off being luke skywalker i kind of wish they'd go that way but, i um, kind of wish they would have too yeah. but i mean I, I love the uncanny valley for a new newly discovered reason like at some point in our evolutionary history something looked almost human but not enough human to make us wonder moving yeah. on but no you're <laughs> right but but honestly like they could easily like people do their darth voice you know like they could mm. find someone who can do a perfect recreation of that voice if they really wanted to there are people out there who do it now i mean yeah. he hasn't done the voice of anakin or darth vader in everything has he everything I don't know. I mean, I assume so, because otherwise, why would they even bother making this announcement? You know? You're right. You're right. I know he, he, he definitely did it in the last time we saw Darth Vader was in uh, the uh, Obi-Wan show. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right, let's do let's do the hey, nothing to add there. Yeah, let's have a new conversation. Yeah, there's nothing else to go on there. It's yeah. been a rough Monday, man. A really rough Monday. Anyway, we started DC for some reason, even though. You know, Diamond does have the DC stuff there. Uh, eventually, we'll make that switch. Eventually, we might just go to the Penguin Random House website, and that'll be a whole new can of worms. I mean, anyway, that would get us a lot of them all at once. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on here. I think this is still Philip Kennedy Johnson's War World thing going on. Uh, I am anxiously awaiting. Looks like it is return. its aftermath, according to the solicit here. I but... mean, it does say Cal L returns right here, so maybe that's our first... Is this supposed to be like a little mini tie-in thing? Like, is this Kal-El Returns thing, like, spilling out into the different Superman books? Yes, it is spilling out into the different Superman books. Well, I know Superman. that, like, well, I know they're going to touch I thought you were going to mention Dark Crisis. <laughs> and no, this has nothing to do with Dark Crisis, oddly enough. Even yeah. though he's technically dead in that and never went away. So, uh, again, that just brings up how disjointed these shared universes are. This is a good example I'm sorry, Axe Judgment Day over at Marvel is a good example. That shit feels so disjointed. Um, but anyway, uh, some great variants for that action comics, bringing everybody back, um, you know, well, Superman. I mean, but bringing everybody back to a status quo that we actually know and, you know, everybody knows. Even though I like John as the current Superman, he seems to be sort of doing his own thing. Yeah, you know? and I am looking forward to um, that reunion issue in uh, Son of Kal-El. I mean, yeah. Tom Taylor is particularly good at writing these uh, family dynamics, and oof, yes. that is a, yeah. that's a rife storytelling opportunity. Going to be good, going to be good. Uh, Artist Elite, uh, I mean, this is just their Presents book, where it's sort of an anthology of books that they've got coming out later. They are giving Dynamite a run for their money. With yeah, the I was just about to here. say, they are really leaning into the uh, attractive women on their covers. Uh, I'm okay with that. You know, a lot of a lot of folks do that. I mean, DC hey, more just power put a lot of attractive men on their covers, you know, and I'm cool with that too. So five bucks for the Sean Murphy Beyond the White Knight, number five. Uh, hey, whatever. It's been okay. You know what you're getting into when you get into the Sean Murphy's little. Yeah, we are. Uh, we are pretty deep into the White Knight uh, 
mythos at this point. So, yeah. you know, there's no point in commenting at this point, really. It, it really, exactly. Yeah. If you like it, you're in it. If not, you should try it. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you got a lot of catch-up to do with this point. You should not start with this one. But, yeah, I mean, it's worth checking out. I mean, yes. something that has generated this many spinoffs and sequels is doing Had, something, right? Yeah, it can't be too bad. Beautiful J. Scott Campbell cover here. They always go hot on the spec market. Uh, my problem with J. Scott Campbell is he kind of draws everybody the same way. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, another Batman book. This is Batman Fortress. Gary Whitta, Derek Robertson. I have not been reading this. There are way too many Batman books. And Yeah, I've been out of the loop on this one. Yeah. And who I, I who is up. that? Is that like... Um, that's What's his name, man? That's a woman. Is that? Oh, yeah. Maybe it is a woman. Well, maybe there's a woman. What's his name? His name, like uh, Green Arrow sidekick, Speedy. I don't know what his like adult name is. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. She looks like she's dressed up like him and with the whole red yeah. motif and everything. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Like I, I said, not reading this. So. Yeah. A uh, lot of Batman, dude. Uh, Riddler for the uh, one shot. Bad bad guy one shots is getting a second printing. The Audio Adventures is getting uh, a debut issue, which is kind of weird. It's like they're going way retro. I mean. I love that cover, I will say. Oh, I love that cover. But it's very hard for me to understand why this is a thing. With, I mean, there's bat, it's so, Batman. So, are they adapting, oh. like, the old radio yes. material? That's kind of... Basically... It, that's interesting. I don't know, man. It seems kind of weird to me, but... Oh, no. Well, Who knows? It's pretty it's, cool. It's an intriguing idea. It's something that could be kind of cool, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sold. Great already cover there, of course. Well, I mean, it's an all-red cover, so it's of course it's great. Cover. Uh, moving on past Beyond, uh, Black Adam JSA Black Rain is getting a new edition. We've seen a lot of these over the past couple of weeks. You know, with yeah, I covers. mean, um, we're less than a month out from the movie coming out, so they yeah. are uh, definitely trying to pump these out as much as they can. Yeah, Jeffrey Thorne, Chris Cross, Juan Castro doing a Blood Syndicate. Uh, one of the lower tiers of the Milestone stuff. Uh, still solid. Still yeah, I mean, they haven't put out a bad book yet. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm loving that fucking duo book. It's so good. It gets better every issue. Uh, and Static, of course. Uh, Blue and Gold getting collected. Awesome book. Man, this was so much damn This fun. was a lot of fun. This is everything yeah. you would want it to be. When you saw that Dan Jurgens was writing uh, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, yeah. you know, this is what you hoped it was going to be. Booster Gold and Blue Beetle need a show. Period. That would be it good. Would be- a perfect buddy sitcom sort of thing, dude. It would be so. They have like a sitcom vibe already. So yeah, Yeah. it seems like low hanging fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All the dark crisis shit is getting reprinted. One, two, three is on the third printing. So I think we get issue four next week. Uh, Here's one worth mentioning. One I'm actually looking forward to Bruce Campbell writing it. Eduardo Riso doing the art. Awesome. Gary Frank cover for Sergeant rock versus army of the dead. Kind of weird. Kind of weird, but cool. I mean, I haven't thought about Sergeant Rock in a very long time. Wednesday but... Comics is the last time I remember reading anything about Sergeant Yeah, I mean, it's oh, been no, a wait. minute. He was in something Jeff Johns was doing, remember? Uh, was yeah, it maybe. Doomsday Clock? Like, he was in there every now and again? He nah, might have been. I don't remember yeah. it well enough. But um, that being said, though, um, this seems like a really fun idea. Yeah. Like... <sighs> If you have like this, like basically boilerplate soldier character that you can throw in to fight, like you know, Nazi zombies or whatever this is, then why oh. not? You know. Yep. Yeah. Great. Uh, Frank Avia cover. It's beautiful. 
That's right up his uh, alley too. Frank and Vito does really good is. horror work. Uh, and then Frank quietly just doing a really nice sort of, I don't know what he's even trying to do here, but it is, it's a quietly duffel bag gore card stock variant. They're not even showing us the art though, you know? Yeah. I think that's part of it. I think it's sort of like, although bagged this is one something. of those things. Yeah. That's what that is. But um, yeah, you know that Frank quietly is a name where like, you know, it's going to be good, whatever it is. Yeah. I just want to see it. I'm not going to buy this version. Cause I think that gimmick is, is freaking weird. I don't care for it. I would like to see the art, but um, yeah, exactly. I am confident it's good, whatever it is. Yeah, but this is high on my list this week for sure. Um, yeah, so I'm going to have to check this out. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Good uh, good drop for spooky season, you know? Oh, for sure. Zombies. Yeah, zombies always hot. Uh, DC Vampires, DC Mech. I don't know. Both of these, you could take them or leave them, I guess. If, if, if you're diehard DC, those are for you. Uh, Dead Man Tells the Spooky Tales. Great book. Uh, just a bunch of cool short stories, all ages sort of thing, you know, just really freaking cool, dude. R- really fun stuff. Uh, that is not DC. Uh, Deathstroke, Inc. I'm still not reading this. It, again, disjointed universe, anyone? Deathstroke is like the lead bad guy. Well, one of like eight lead bad guys, but he's up Yeah, there. it'd be interesting to, like, you're seeing him as like the main driving force in uh in dark crisis right now, but then he's like up to whatever shenanigans he was up to before. Like that stuff that's filling out of the Robin book, I guess. Yeah. It's weird, dude. Uh, detective comics, 1046 still going with Ram V and size Spurrier. Um, I think that's about it, man. I mean, there's a lot of hits here, but there's not a lot of DC left. Uh, future States gets collected. Uh, uh, Harley Quinn, 22, you know, great Natalia Sanders cover here, you know, very well done, but, I mean, that's just one of the regular things they've got going on. Uh, I do like that Dark Knight Returns. Oh Everybody likes a Dark Knight Returns cover. Everybody does. You know, it's pretty easy now. Yeah, a lot of these, uh, especially when, like, they not just get, like, the, the imagery, but also, like, the font and, like, the uh, yeah. text place yeah. and everything, right? This cover's probably been homage more than any other cover in history. You know, maybe It's up Watchmen. there. I mean, it's it is. definitely up there. It, I don't think the most in history, but, yeah, it's definitely one of yeah. the most yeah but i really do enjoy these um harley like retro covers if you want to call them that. yeah nah they're great they are if you're collecting harley i'm not reading harley she's nor like, i she's like a weird uh deadpool to me a, a no hey we're deadpool. finally getting back to yeah. freaking human target yeah not a fan of this book it's okay i get it i get what tom king is trying to do here and he's succeeding in it it's just not for me you know well i have i've enjoyed this book I like the kind of pulpy, like, noir vibe they're going for. That being said, um, the last issue ended on something I didn't really enjoy all that much. And we've had to stew on that for months for now. Months. It's been a real yeah. delay between it's issues It's almost like here. you did it on purpose. Yeah. I, well, I guess it's been long enough now. Like, they murder Guy Gardner at the end of that last yeah, issue. Gone. Which, you know, Guy Gardner's an asshole and everything, but, like... That's kind of a weird thing to sit on for so yeah. long. Like these, our heroes have done some, it's something pretty shitty here, you know? Yeah. A uh, great art germ cover. But again, this could be one of a half a dozen different characters, you know, a little bit of different shading. It's rogue, a little bit of different shading. It's Polaris. Uh, I have no idea who this actually is. It's fire, but yeah, I see exactly what you're saying though. I yeah. mean, that's, it's kind of weird. That's a pose. A a lo- I mean, for sure. Sure. Yeah. But, yeah. I'd probably pick up the pulpy one myself, but... Uh, oh, yeah, me too. 
Uh, Justice League versus the Legion, Last Gasps of Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, I forgot this, is, this was even coming out. Yeah, this is the last issue, so you don't have to remember anymore. Uh, I'm really excited to see what Scotty God gets on next now that this is done. Nothing's been announced from him as far as I know coming out of this book. That is uh, great artwork, I will say. Oh, he is amazing, dude. He is such a good artist. Uh, it just sucks that he got put on such a shitty book with Bendis, but if you get a gig with Bendis, you're going to take that gig. I don't care who you are. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, even like a lot of the stuff he came out with DC wasn't terrible, but Legion of Superheroes, I thought was pretty weak. Yeah, it was not good at all. A nice house on the lake, more uh, tiny and uh, horror, you know, that's wrapping up really soon. Uh, And then, yeah, just a bunch of more indie stuff. Uh, Oh, here's Nightmare Country. Again, more tiny and horror. Yeah. Uh yeah, that's all he's doing over at uh uh DC anymore is that uh horror stuff. We're gonna hear more from James Tinian too. This guy's making a million dollars this week. Uh Space Age, this is a pretty good one. It's expensive. You really get your money's worth though, because you're getting that awesome Michael Allred uh artwork. And it's Mark Russell talking about like time period stuff. Again, the first issue of this almost felt like those uh uh, what the hell was that? Through the decades they did over at Marvel, they did a a Spider Man one by Zdarsky. Yeah, um, or one. But I know what you're talking about. I'm I'm. Tr- what, yeah. I can't remember what the title for those it things was. was they yeah. were pretty good though. They were pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, life story maybe. That's it. You're right. It's yeah. life story. Uh, but yeah, these are this is really freaking good. It's just the way they're presenting it in these huge ten dollars sort of issues it pushes people away that's a big ask yeah it is dude it is a big ask look at fucking batman for an issue like ten dollars for like but it's a big issue it's a pretty big issue you're you're getting more than just you know 24 30 pages um but i love batman like running on the train trying to keep up (laughs) i love that shit fucking batman task force z uh wrapping up just before halloween so they can get that collection out uh Tim Drake Robin, another big book this week. Probably, you know, the biggest book they've got this week. I'm not really a big fan of Tim Drake or Robin. Tim Drake is my favorite Robin, so I think I will be checking this out myself. But um, that being said, um, I am curious to see what it's actually going to be about, you know? Yeah, me too. I mean, step aside, Damien. They're already starting, like, really poorly for me. Okay, they really are. Really? You're going to call my boy out in the first three words? Damien does suck, though. I love Damien. No, he (laughs) doesn't. He's awesome. All right, we're just going to have to agree to this. A new Robin series. A mystery over a year in the making takes shape as a new villain who's been hounding Tim from afar decides to take things up close and personal. Putting Bernard and everyone else Tim cares about in peril as things go from bad to worse. Uh, it feels like this is spinning out of the short story that Megan Fitzsimmons had in the uh, the Pride issue that they had earlier this year. Uh, and that was pretty good. That was pretty good. So, yeah, I, I'm still on the fence with that. I don't know. Uh, Titans United and then a bunch of uh, smaller press stuff. Uh, and then this Young Justice Targets number three. I don't know what this is. I have no idea what this is. I thought Young Justice it's got ended. Nightwing for some random reason. Yeah, it's got but... Nightwing for some reason. I, I don't know. Anyway, moving on. We're going over to everybody else. Some good books, though. That Robin book, the Tim Drake Robin book. Yeah, looking for and, that Robin uh, book. I'm really intrigued by that uh, Sergeant Rock book. Me I think too. I'll probably check that out. Yep, that's the one. That's the one. All right, all these books drop on the 28th, y'all. That's Wednesday. Brigade number one. This is throwback. 
to uh, Image 90 celebrating their like 30th anniversary. It's Rob Lightfield. I'm I'm not in. I don't read Lightfield anymore. He just I just I'm not just not a fan. Just not a fan of the dude's writing or his art. I'm just not. Well, I'm just not. If you you can't do a celebration of Image from the 90s without doing some Rob Liefeld. And exactly. Hey, if you're a fan yeah. of that era, this is probably for you. Go for it. Yep, go for it. Uh, Department of Truth. Again, we have to say his name. James Signing the Fourth. Martin Simmons. Uh, one of the best books on shelves today. It's all about conspiracy theories and shit. It's dope. Uh, Andy's, I think, currently uh, his current fla- uh, favorite book. Uh, Eight Billion Genies. Charles Soule, Ryan Brown. This is going to be a TV show. It's going to be great. The eight billionth person on the planet is born, and everyone gets a genie. The apocalypse ensues. Uh, apocalypse by mass wish. Just a really creative idea, and I- I'm excited to see it. Uh, flawed number one, Chuck Brown and Prenzy. Uh, this is the Bitter Root co-writer, uh, and it looks pretty good, dude. Um, she uses words to solve her patient's problems by night. She takes a more direct and sometimes deadly approach. When uh, her practice puts her in the sights of an immortal serial killer, Jim finds herself embroiled in a struggle that threatens everything she's loved. Uh, yeah, this looks cool. That's it looks an interesting like it's got, premise. A psychiatrist yeah. superhero, yeah. A psychiatrist sort of like vigilante. I don't know if superhero. Vigilante is probably a better word. Yeah, yeah but, but still, I'm interested, man. I'm definitely interested in checking that out. That is a really good pickup. I love Prenzi's art. You got this old, great style, you know, but it's just clean, but filled. Oh, it's just perfect lines. I just love that sort of shit, man. Love it. Uh, Fuck This Place, number five. Great book about a haunted farm. Lazarus Risen, one of my favorite comic franchises of the past 10 or 20 years. Greg Rucka building this Lazarus thing. Uh, But I'm kind of wavered on this. The book's only coming out like once every two or three months. Yeah. So it's easy to forget. Um, yeah, I'm. This is one of those ones I only get in trade, but yeah, Lazarus is really damn good, and it is kind of cool to see that c- continuing here. There is a hook, like a, a surprise, like they're telling the story, and you think they're telling it from two different points of view in two different times, and then you realize they're not, and it's like, oh shit, what? Yeah, it's so good. Dude. Well, clever so storytelling from Greg Rucka, you know, not too oh, surprising. Man. He's he's a master. He's a master of world building, dude. Yeah, just so good. Uh, Little Monsters gets collected in its first trade paperback. Very good uh, post-apocalypse vampire story. Uh, Magic Order number three, the, uh, <laughs> the tragedy of Mark Millar. Uh, still nothing picked up for him. Although American Jesus is due to come out on Netflix soon. It looks bad. It does not look good. It does not look good. I'll take uh, let's talk. It. Yeah. Let's talk about old dog. Number one, Declan Shelby's uh, new book. He's doing the writing and the art. Uh, a once promising CIA operative on the eve of retirement, looking back at a failed career. He is tasked with one final mission that goes horribly wrong. He wakes years later to a changed world and deeper changes within him. When a shadow group offers Lynch a second chance at life of adventure, he's paired with the last person he could imagine. In order to adjust, this old dog will have to learn some new tricks. That sounds like it's all over the place. It sounds like it's, it's deep sci-fi. It's deep spy-fi. It sounds right up Declan Shelby's alley, though, it especially does. from the art department. Yeah, and look at that art. Again, clean lines. Look at the just rugged look on that dude's face. Love the design work here on that sniper rifle shot. And then, bam, you know, push forward in time. Just, I mean, you could tell those are the, that's the same dude, you know, just very yeah. well done. 
So, yeah, I mean, it's the Clon Shalvey, so of course I'm reading it. Of course I'm going to read it. Uh, and it's got a blank cover. Anything that's got a blank cover, you know it's going to be good. Uh, Onyx one-shot, I'm pretty sure this is part of that massive verse that everybody's going off about. Uh, I'm afraid I just don't know. Yeah, it's Christopher Ayal, so maybe it is. I don't know. It, I don't know. It's hard for me to keep track. It is a one-shot, and it's $10, so they've got to have something pushing it. Right. Uh, Sins of Black Flamingo, so good, so good. Supernatural, like, spy stuff with some private eye things going on. But it's super gay, and I just love it. It is unabashedly gay, and I, I can't get enough. It's so much fun. Uh, Sins of the Black Flamingo. I wish they were doing variant covers for that, because I think there's a lot of cool artists who would love to get in on doing covers for that. Uh, After School number three is a horror anthology. It's not bad. Spawn Scorched, because it wouldn't be a week at Image Comics without some McFarlane. And that's what you get here with Spawn Scorched. Not really, but yeah, kind of. Look at that cover. Look at that big ass gun. That gun bigger than than her. That <laughs> gun's taller than her ass. Uh, that is a very nineties looking. Oh character. yeah, very nineties. Uh, Stillwater by Zdarsky. Chip Zdarsky, the best writer in comics today by default. And Unnatural Blue Blood continues that run. So a solid bunch of books from Image this week, man. I mean, some really really good stuff. Uh, moving on to Boom Briar number one. Uh, what if Sleeping Beauty never got her happily ever after? Christopher Cantwell, uh, German Garcia, a not bad team there. You know, they know what they're fucking doing, but I don't know. Do we need another sort of horror book? You know, I don't know. Oh, well, I, I would call it a horror thing. book. More of just like a, like a mean spirited fairy tale, you know? Yeah. Mean spirited fairy tale. I don't know. The art looks, you know, really light and bright until it doesn't here. I'll move well, yeah, I'm sure it. that like, we're getting like the quote unquote fairy tale version in uh, that, but then yeah, it's going to be all brutal yeah. shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It feels like that's just been done before. You know? I mean, sure. I mean, we were, we've, now that Fables is back, especially, you know, it is a reminder of how, like, you know, this has yeah. been done. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that being Grindus... said, I mean, I, this could be fun. I mean, I'm sure. Oh, no, it definitely could be cool, fun. But yeah. Not on my and alley. Can't, and Cantwell's good, man. Cantwell's good. Uh, Grim number five continues that solid series. Uh, that's about it. We do get more tiny doing House of Slaughter. Uh, I, all the books from here on out are basically Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because they are doing a $10, 100 uh, issue, uh, you know, it's rare to see a thing get to 100 issues that's not part it of the is. big two, so you know, good for them. Yeah, good for them. Mighty Morphin at Power Rangers have had a new lease on life in the comics, you know, and yeah, good it's to true. see. It's true. Uh, something is killing the children packs, uh, because they sell like you know, like all of the issues at once. I don't get it. And mm. then a bandana, so Jesus. not a trade, but just like a yeah, it's like a, a collection of the floppies. Yeah, a collection okay. of, of the floppies. It collects 16 through 20 in, like, one collector box. Hey, whatever, I guess. It's what the collectors want, man. Uh, Dark Horse has nothing except roadie number one. High on my list this week. I'm very excited to read this. It's Tim Seeley and Fran Galan. Uh, more than 35 years after his heyday, a former heavy metal roadie must return to the back roads of America to do a job he thought he'd retire from. Exorcist. What? That sounds so stupid. Not the I turn I was expecting there. I love it. But this time he's not saving groupies and drunk bassists. He's trying to save his daughter. Uh, so, yeah, I love Tim Seeley. I love the way he writes shit like this. And, yeah, I'm all in. This is going to be cool, man. 
it's gonna be look at the demons in the background or whatever so rad yeah that's high on my list this week but nothing really else from dark horse uh idw looks okay they got second prunings they got you know a, a serpentor hardcover which is always fun pony um but sonic right a todd mcfarlane collection a bunch of transformer shit but finally tmnt the armageddon game this is the big event that's going on over at the over at the turtle shit finally six bucks they're asking a little bit more for it gonna be a little bigger but i don't know i've been really looking forward to this because the build up to the they, build up yeah they've great. been building it up for quite a few months now yeah so we'll see what happens high on my list this week as well uh, they do have Shattered Glass number two. I don't like the Transformers like swapped like that, like Dark Mirror swapped. It just doesn't make any sense for that mm. for that franchise. Uh, here's the DC books that we already went over. We're gonna change that one of these weeks where we just come here and, and do it. Uh, getting into the Marvel House of Ideas, Amazing Spider-Man number ten. This is a Judgment Day tie-in. The progenitor is gonna take on uh, Mary Jane and go judge Peter. Or looked like Gwen Stacy there. Oh, yeah, that's Gwen Stacy. The cover kind of looks... Oh, yeah, I guess that is Gwen on the cover, too. So, yeah, there yeah. you go. Gwen Stacy. I mean, so there you go. I do like that idea. I wish that I weren't so like soured Spider-Man. on this series right now. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, I love Spider-Man. I just wish you know he had a good book. Yeah, um, me too. That is but anyway, that yeah. <laughs> Pokemon, Ant-Man's been uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, Momoko get this cool Ant-Man cover. Very rad. Uh, I know this book's been a favorite of yours. It's sort of leaning into the heyday, the nostalgia of the character. Yeah, it looks like we're going with Scott this time, so yeah. that should be a lot of fun. Like, I've loved the different art styles they've used. I've loved even, like, the panel layout for the Eric O'Grady issue was, you know, spot on. Mm. I was showing the wrong cover. This is the most You were, yeah. This, I could tell that was a piece of That's beautiful. Mm. I don't get how it's an Ant-Man cover, but yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it's a Beyond Amazing. Uh, you know they have all these stupid theme covers where they're just like, yeah. hey, we have, 12, we have 12 Spider-Man covers, but we don't have 12 more issues of Spider-Man. Just throw them on Ant-Man. Fuck it. I mean, that was a cool-looking image, though, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Axe Avengers, a must-read if you're reading the event. This is one of three tie-in books that is basically, yeah, it says it right here, the first of three story-essential Judgment Day one-shots. Uh, so, yeah, you got to read these after reading. What was the last issue? Four or five? Five, maybe? I don't know where we're at with this book. Uh, um, I think but, the fifth issue just came out. So, yeah. Yeah, but I'm reading this. I'm going to check this out. It looks cool. I'm yeah, reading I mean, the event, I, so I might as well. I always read the tie-ins that are uh, by the guy who's writing the event. So, yeah, yeah. definitely look, definitely picking this one up. Yeah. Uh, Symbol of Truth, number five. This is the uh, Sam Wilson cap. Yeah. Fighting T'Challa, doing his thing. Well, in Wakanda. I, they haven't, do, the artwork looks great here, I'll say, first of it all. It does. But, it's Arby um, Silva, man. That's the reason to buy this book, in my opinion. Yeah. They had Deadpool well, in it. They have, the first, the second issue was going in for the guest star appearances a little too quick out of the gate, I thought. Yeah. Um, they threw in Deadpool and Doctor Doom in the second issue. This one has Black Panther, but at least this one is being built up to. Like ah. they've been talking about all this, uh, like this shit going down in Wakanda. So at least this has yeah. the benefit of build up. Oh my gosh! Did you read this? Like they're fighting, right? And T'Challa just knocks Sam's ass just in the dirt, and then look, he 
you getting up. You can stop calling me Sam Wilson. I'm Captain America, and I can do this all damn day, dude. Yeah. That's dope. That's cool as hell. That's I gotta so say. fucking rad, man. I didn't mean to sound like I'm not liking this book. I really am. Just, oh no, um, I am too. Just not as much as the other cat book. And it I'm does not really liking it, it as much as I as I want to. I like that one quite a lot. It is definitely the stronger of the yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. Finally, TM, TMNT Armageddon game. Andy uh, chatting in. Uh, what else we got? A LaRocca cover for that Captain America book. It's a Miracle Man cover, so I don't even know what to say about that. Uh, am I? Is it Mr. Miracle or Miracle Man? I can never tell which. I it's can never Miracle remember. Man. Are you sure? Mr. Miracle is a new guy. Mr. Miracle okay. is the uh, the DC it's guy. The new, yeah, he's the new guy. Yeah. Right, Miracle Man is also Marvel Man, but they didn't want to call him Marvel oh, that's Man. Right. That's right. Because of the Marvel thing, so they changed yeah. it to Miracle Man. Yeah. Uh, For a character Dan- that has like such a convoluted <laughs> history, he's actually not all that interesting a character. But yeah, he's not. He just I mean, started off as a Shazam ripoff, or rather, yeah. as a Captain Marvel ripoff. Yeah, that's why yeah. they called him Marvel Man. It's because yeah. he was just a ripoff of Captain Marvel. I don't know. We'll see what they can do with him. There's been a lot of dope creators who have taken on him and made. Oh well, him that's cool. the interesting thing about it. Yeah. Like Alan Moore, Neil Gaiman, all these prestige writers have had. Vecchio these- had it for a while. Too. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's nuts, man. Uh, Damage Control number two, not really my cup of tea, the first issue. Uh, it was way more comedy than I like to see in my comics. It was okay, though. Uh, Defenders Beyond, it's a big Marvel week for uh, Taylor. I know he's loving this. Uh, how yeah. can you not with this Rodriguez art? The I mean, the art alone the is like worth picking up, yeah. yeah. His, look at that. Look at the design choice there with the lack of color. Just beautiful, dude. Yeah, very well done. I'm not reading this though. I don't really. I'm not really. I'm just not really a fan. Well, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. So I know you are. I know you are. Uh, Gambit number three is just okay. It's that way throwback. I haven't been getting into this stuff. one. Yeah. Yeah, it's that way throwback stuff. It's Claremont, you know. It's just way throwback. Uh, Janice Bell, Captain Marvel. This is the uh, uh, who is it writing this? Oh, it's Peter freaking David. Another one of their throwback books, you know, to appease those uh, those old guys who aren't me. I don't know. I like the new shit. Uh, Community coming out. This is their uh, Latinx for Latinx Heritage Month. Uh, it's cool. You know, one of these big. What is it? Eight dollars, probably eight nine dollar anthology books. You know, a lot of yeah, similar creators. to like the voices books that they've been doing the last year or so. Yeah, well, this is part of that. It's part of that line. Oh, I missed that on the cover. Line. My mistake. Yeah, so it's only six bucks, not too bad, and you get a lot of different diversity in story and character and creator. You know, so it's it's not a bad bad thing to pick up. And uh, Miles Morales, Spider Man number forty two, last issue. For this creative team before they relaunch. Uh, do you know why the number 42 is so important in Miles Morales continuity? I'm afraid that I don't. That was the number of the spider that bit him. Oh. The specimen 42. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's clever. That is, uh, it is clever. That is very clever. But yeah, yeah so this there's... has been a hell of a run. Oh, man. It's been the best Spider-Man run consistently. Oh, hands down. Yeah. It's been so damn good. Oh, look at this. There's the whole gang kicking it. Oh, that's fun, dude. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just better storytelling because Miles Morales, you can take him to school. You can do the small things with him, the Peter Parker-esque things that made you love Peter Parker to begin with, made you love Spider-Man to begin with. So uh, still rad, you know, still a rad book. I don't think it matters why it's been good, but yeah, love that fucking cover too, man. That's dope. 
so good. So good. Uh, there's not much else. They are reprinting Werewolf by Night. Reign of X is getting collected in Volume 14. This is the one where they collect, like, X-Factor and then weigh You know what I mean? They collect, yeah, like, they do, like, years. they do everything's, um, number three or whatever. Children of the Atom thrown in there, too. Yeah. 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 yeah it's so this is a little man. behind, then, because that stuff wrapped oh, up yeah, a Oh, yeah, they pushed these out way later than, yeah. than the other one. Yeah, this is a, uh, this would be such a weird way for this to be how you're consuming X Men medium. Like you pick up like one of these. Like I think they're more for collectors. I'm sure they are, but I'm just I'm pick. There's yeah. must be someone out there where this is how That's they're how reading X Men. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that. It's hard for me to believe that. It's got to uh, be someone. Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. Not bad. I love this fucking cover. I mean, if they're gonna take this character and move him from his MCU or yeah, from the MCU and replace, basically replace everything that they've created in the comics. This is a good creative team to do it with. Yeah. And well, they're trying to align the character more closely with um, who he he's was. He's better than which... having the rings. He's it's better to have the wrist rings. It just is. Yeah. It was so convoluted. It was like fucking captain planet times eight. It was so con- convoluted what these rings did, you know, I, I couldn't stand it. I it's probably a good change for more than yes. one reason. But yes. um, that be, but you could be forgiven for not knowing that with issue number three, this is actually like the continuation of like a five-year-long run that Gene Lu and Yang has been having with the character now. Yeah, it's been like three or four different volumes of, of Shang-Chi that he's written. It's hard to keep track of. Into, There's been so many now. They it keep is. relaunching this book every few like months. Yeah. Uh, a whole bunch of Star Wars. Uh, I don't read hardly any Star Wars anymore. It's just so hard to keep up. It's that's one of those things where, like, I've gotten yeah. out of the orbit, and it seems so daunting to try to get back in at this mm-hmm. point. Even with that new Republic, or what was it though? But it's old, but it's the new something. What is it um, High Republic. High Republic. High Republic. Yeah. That's, I couldn't get I into like it. That, I tried. I feel like that stopped coming out after a while, it and then did. it just kind of fell off. Yeah, dude. Uh, we'll talk about Thor number 27 because Al Ewing is actually basically writing this instead of Donny Cates. I don't know what is happening to Donny Cates over at uh, Marvel Comics. There were books late in, in the whole Hulk-Thor thing. Hulk, I haven't seen an issue of Hulk since then. This is the first issue of Thor since then, and Al Ewing's basically writing it. Yeah, um, that crossover was like spread out for a very long gap there. Yeah, so I'm not sure what's going on here. It, didn't Al Ewing write the last Hulk? The, yes, he wrote in Mortal really Hulk. good Hulk one. The all-time best best Hulk, Hulk one. Run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, arguably debatable, but it's in the it's, it's in the conversation. It's definitely in the conversation. Uh, but yeah, I just find that weird. I don't know what's going on with uh, the Cates and and Marvel right now, but seems like something. Mm. Seems like something. Let us know, Donnie. Uh, Thunderbolts number two. I know you like this first issue. I like uh, that first issue. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of really good Thunderbolts runs over the year, and I don't think this is shaping up to be one of those. But um, that being said, um, I enjoyed that first issue for what it was, and I'm looking forward to uh, getting to know some of these new characters. Oh, there he there. is. There's the guy who we've been waiting to see, right? Yeah, whoever the fuck this asshole yeah, is. Yeah, cool, cool. Little uh, lava gremlin there, whatever the yeah. fuck he is. <laughs> the wild cards uh, book still continuing. Only one issue left in that uh, after this week, uh, and then probably the book I'm looking forward to the most at Marvel this week. Finally, getting back to the Children of the Vault. 
Um, man, no event, no tie-in, no Hellfire Gala, no nothing. Just back to what X-Men does right. Cool shit. I don't think they've touched on Children of Vault since Hickman left the book, right? They haven't. So yeah, this will be cool since, to see. Since uh, the three. Are they bringing uh? Are they bringing Laura back for this issue because no, she was so. a big part of that? Well, the problem is she don't remember none of it. She don't remember that she was in the vault. That's true. So Sink's the only one, I guess, who yeah. would have any sort of reaction to it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I would be okay with that if they did. Right. So man, that is cool. The art is great. Man. So stoked to read that this week, man. Top of my list this week. So that excited. should be a lot of fun for sure. Yeah. A uh, lot of variant covers for that too. Uh, Dynamite doesn't have much. They got a lot of $50 books that they're going to sell at conventions. Uh, Panther number five. Uh, Sheena number nine, I guess. And then, yeah, Vampirella. Just their mainstays, you know, of the of the cheesecake. Uh, it's cool. Uh, anytime this run of the Hulk is definitely not the best. No, it is not the best, dude. Oh, the uh, current run, even, no, for sure. Not. <laughs> and that wasn't even a Hulk book, dude. That was a Thor book. You know, this Thor run ain't the best either. Although it's had its moments. Man, I feel bad for um Donny Cates in both regards because he is following what is arguably the best Hulk run of all time and arguably the best Thor run at all time. <laughs> he's tackling them both like simultaneously. That that's is like bravery. That that's is such a thankless job. And that's it, a ballsy move, though, to be like, no, I'll do it. I like. Oh no, for sure, for sure. Now's I mean, my chance to do it. I mean, yeah, definitely respect of, there. Yeah. Yeah. The best part about it is expectations are low. You know. And yeah. I can't, his Hulk run is not the best, but I like his unique take on it. Where it's Banner fine, is like least, driving you know? the Hulk like a fucking spaceship. That is just insane, dumb, big, stupid fun. And that's what Kate does best. He's the Michael Bay of comic books. You know, he really is. Uh, everything else, man, I did not even get a chance to look through these this week. And, yeah, our, me. and our, our small press guy, uh, Dave, is not here. Dropping the ball. Dropping the ball. He dared to go to work. Um, Florida man number three. That's been solid. That's been okay. Um, yeah, man. Grim not... Fairy Tales gives uh, Dynamite a run for their money on the Cheesecake uh, Department. Yeah, I actually read some of that. Some of it's okay. But really, it's because I know people on Facebook who write those. I'm like friends with them. So they'll just throw them up there and be like, oh, hey, if you get a chance, you know, read my book. Because they're talking about it with their friends. So I want to know what they're talking about. You know, so I do read some of it. Got to stay part to of the engagement, yeah. My old lady's watching that damn Dahmer show, right? I hate any of that stuff, right? But, dude, Evan Peters is acting his fucking ass off in that show. It's amazing. He is so damn – he's scary. He is outright fucking scary. You worry for the guy as a human being having to take on this, like, persona of this most horrible guy ever. Um. Anyway, I, I digress a bit. It's on, like, right in the background. She's going to come in here as soon as this is over and, and put it back on. Uh, this actually looks okay. There's no way in hell I'm going to get my uh, hands on this. Uh, but James Babineau is really cool. Um, and it, it's upsetting a world that indulges a false luxury brought to you by the Ithion Corporation, a meek employee of the Ministry of Parts. Uh, Sean Meyer's life will be turned upside down by a defect in his technology implants, which will send his spiraling downward by the economic forces to be. So it sounds sort of like capitalism meets like in your face with the matrix. 
You know what I mean? Like he's opened up to a world where he can see it right up my fucking alley. But there's no way I'm going to be able to find this. That is but an I've interesting looking, premise. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this one for uh, a few weeks now. But there's no way I'm going to be able to find it. Well, good no luck. Going to be able to order it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. Shit, I don't even know. It's just our boy ain't here. You know? Oh, Parker Girls. That's the uh, the Terry Moore stuff over on uh, his label. Uh, Pink Lemonade. You know, seems kind of out of this world. Weird shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. We at the end, yeah. Z people, I don't even know what the hell that is. So, uh, anyway, a lot of good books this week, even without going through uh, the minis. Uh, yeah, um, say the, yeah, go ahead, dude. Oh, yeah, just, yeah definitely off. looking forward to X Men. Um, that Miles Morales, uh, that is last issue of his run, definitely you should uh try to get your hands on that if you can. Although, oh. hell, even as I'm saying this, it's probably already sold out. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Uh, uh, but yeah, and starting rock and the Robin. versus the zombies. Yeah, that looks fun. And Robin, Robin looks book, like a fun. Yeah, yeah. Flawed over at uh, Image Comics looks like a new book to pick up. Uh, and then there's the mainstays: Department of Truth, Eight Billion Genies. Uh, this old dog seems okay. The Declan Shelby book. Uh, I'm still on the fence, but I'm definitely gonna pick it up. I'm definitely. It should look amazing, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, and Dark Horse with Roadie number one, literally a Dark Horse this week. Uh, I think that book has a good chance. Uh, breaking into my top three this week, man. You know, it's, there are so many damn good books. Yeah. X-Men still is not retired because it has crossed over so many fucking times with so much bullshit. It hasn't really gotten its due. So X-Men might still make my list this week, but uh, Yeah, then a whole games, bunch of retirees for you there with 8 yeah. million genies and yeah, uh, Department really of Truth is. and all that. Yeah, those are all retired. So, uh, And you got uh, Old Dog and Flawed on his list, also 8 billion. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, oh, and that was Andrew Phillips. The run on the Hulk is definitely not the best. Thanks for chiming in, man. Thank you for stopping by. We really appreciate it. Oh, uh, I just saw A and D, and then yeah, I, just I didn't even go reading. past the first three letters. Yeah, yeah. like oh, Andy's old here Andy. all the time. But yeah, uh, yeah, Andrew, we'll talk about that for a second. It's hard to make a good Hulk run. There have been so damn many. Well, Planet we were Hulk. talking about we're, when it first came out, right? That like. David's run. You're yeah, not going to be able to do like the cerebral stuff like they were doing with Immortal Hulk. So if you are going to follow that up, it does make sense to just let's go straight into the uh, absurd. Yeah, yeah. The, like the dumb fun version of the Hulk instead of the uh, trippy trauma, like psychological thriller version of the Hulk exactly. that uh, Al Ewing was doing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, a lot of mainstays, a lot of good books. Uh, we're going to talk of all about all of those books on our show Sunday night. So please come by, hang out with us. It most likely will be just me and Taylor. I really hope Adam can can find some time. I really got to find some time to just you know sit and chat with him and see if maybe we need to move some times around maybe here or there to try to figure out you know when he can come back or if he even wants to. You know Maybe he's just like, I'm done with comics or something. I don't know. Anyway, we're going to work on that. Uh, but again, yeah, thanks everybody for hanging out. Uh, check out the comic book bullies. They do a show on most of these channels that we're on. Uh, they did one last night. It was fantastic. Uh, get links to everything we've got going on at outrightgeekery.com. We got links to all of our social media, the YouTubes, the audio shows, you know, the merch, all that stuff. Please go and hang out and check that out. We really appreciate it. Uh, go to the, uh, go to Facebook, uh, search for outright geekery, go to the group. And hang out. That is Andy's stomping ground. Uh, basically, it's every man's land. It's like the opposite of no man's land. But Andy is king. 
And it's such a good time. They're having a whole lot of fun over there talking just all kinds of great pop culture, you know, stuff, anything you want to talk about. So, uh, again, yeah, thanks, everybody, for hanging out. We really appreciate it. But most of all, thanks to this guy for hanging out with this guy. Good times. We are going to do it again next time. Same geek time, same geek channel. Really put your all into that one. Yeah, might as well just like embrace the uh, movie voiceover. Like, yeah, did it.